but today we want to start by talking about a Prop 22 clone. We told you they were coming, folks. The murder hornets of legislation. Uh, <laughs> there's one popping up in Massachusetts now. And gig drivers in Massachusetts have been rallying around the state house uh, to oppose the bill that is supposed to pretty closely... Um, replicate the effects of prop 22 except while pretending to give them something right the old uh one yeah. hand gives and the other hand takes 10 times as much away that was really interesting that they were like oh so we're gonna make sure to do the similar thing to prop 22 but oh we give you this really great saving health savings account yeah because like prop 22 did this but didn't really hide the rest of what it was doing, at least in the legal language, quite as much right, it did in right. the, its propaganda campaign. This one, if you just like read the name and some of the ostensible like descriptions of what this bill does, you'd be like, yeah, no, that sounds great because it's, it's, it's called quote, an act establishing portable benefit accounts for app based drivers. And I mean, who doesn't want portable app-based drivers benefit. to have more benefits? And if right, they have right. benefits, why wouldn't they want them to be portable? Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's such weird language like portable benefits, portable from where to where. Uh yeah. <laughs> Any anything like, to avoid giving us universal benefits, right? right? And anything to avoid just being like, oh, everybody's healthcare is covered. So employers and employees don't have to worry about that anymore. Well, and what they really mean by that is that it's like it, it's portable because it's your responsibility, not your employers, not the states. <laughs> you have to take care yeah. of it. Well, and that's so easy to sell in the United States, the land of personal responsibility it's, where everybody's fucking dad and grandpa is like, you need to learn how to take care. I got a credit card when I was 14 to learn about money. <laughs> like, that's just fucking insane. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know. This like the actual comparison, which is like, okay, so these accounts are designed to um help drivers with like tax liability and like I guess ten ninety nine parts of labor so they can put their own money away pre taxes or something like that, just like a health savings account is and uh and and like we all know and love and I don't mean that health savings accounts um, <laughs> because they are actually just ways of of insurance companies putting the financial burden back onto you and just additional cost right. sharing um, sort of things. Now, they do try to sell it by saying that the um, company will put 4% of the driver's earnings into that account as well. So I think they're trying to frame it as like a wage increase. But really what this is, is actually just a way of offloading responsibility onto the workers yeah and i looked this up on twitter to see if anybody was talking about it and there was a clip uh like a one minute long clip of a guy with a very thick you know boston accent talking about like i can't do the accent but he was talking about like and we're fighting for unionization we're here fighting and believe it or not we're gonna get a lot more solidarity and building a coalition with unions and other gig workers. We're going to be fighting for the gig workers in Massachusetts. Enough is enough. 2016, they had a TNC bill that ruined the driver's life. Ruined the drivers, the taxpayers. Some of these drivers drive for three hours and only make 12 bucks. I know some drivers who sat in the airport for three hours and only made $10. $10. And they go from the airport to South Boston and have to pay a toll to come back. That's abuse. 
That's where it stopped. This is why we're here. We're fighting because of this. We're fighting because we're being taken advantage of by Uber and Lyft. going the fuck off and that's what this is like they want to pretend like they're giving you something but what they're really doing is codifying that this is piecework and will always be piecework until the end of time with no benefits with no guaranteed minimum hours minimum pay anything like that and they're they're really trying to slip it in under people here because nowhere in that description does it mention that the bill which by the way was advanced by two democrats remember vote blue no matter who (laughs) That this, as you said, this bill also specifically says, just as the core of Prop 22 is, and the reason they're pushing so hard for this, that gig workers are independent contractors, not employees, and therefore not like entitled to any of the benefits of even the shitty labor laws and protections we have here. So yeah. that's why they're like, no, no, it's fine, because we're giving you this combo 401k HSA that your employer, who's not your employer is going to be forced to put in 4%. It's like, this is literally just a 401k program, but at the same time, denying that you even have the social relation that would be go along with a 401k in the first place, which is being an employee. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. It essentially admits that it makes no sense by, by doing this concession in the first place. Well, and And it's trying to create a new legal classification of worker in the state, which is what it de facto does as a piece of legislation. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's an organizing group called the Boston Independent Drivers Guild, which actually uh, put forth a different sort of legislation to kind of counter the Prop 22 thing, which basically set a minimum wage of $20 an hour in addition to expenses, a fair share of revenues, the right to a union, state employee benefits, the ability to dispute deactivations, the ability to have flexible schedules and be free from passenger discrimination, guaranteed minimum hours, the right to job security, paid sick leave, overtime, and the right to surge pricing. Now, if you want to know why that list is so long and why it's so important is because none of those things are provided for under Prop 22 style legislation. Right. It's also really interesting that they just went and like, we're like, here, we'll just write our own piece of legislation. Like, that's really fucking cool. And, you know, I think it highlights the fact like this is all just made up by people. A lot of times it's not even lawmakers writing these bills. It's lawmakers like copy pasting shit that their corporate donors sent them and just putting it into a piece of legislation. Yeah. What's it's like Alec and shit like that. Right. Like all those different firms pushing that. Yeah. Like that's one of the things that I like really loved about this story and what the independent drivers guild is doing is that like, like they had this rally to oppose this bill, which is good. But they're not just like solely focusing on that one short term goal of this defensive action to hold off like, you know, further stripping away of labor rights. They're also proactively going out and saying, no, that's bullshit. And this is the way things actually should be. Because, I mean, obviously, I, I, I find it unlikely that the the. Massachusetts State House will probably pass this driver's bill. Right, right. But that being said, putting it forth is still good because that means that anybody who votes against it has to be like, oh, you know, I don't actually think these people should get minimum wage and, you know, the same benefits as every other employee because it's just going to make your organizing easier. It's going to make, like, working to form a union just, like, it'll be much easier to galvanize uh, the workforce in favor of 
of like actually forcing these companies to recognize unions. Yeah, it's it's really great when you can actually make it very clear that the people in power are not looking out for your interests. And I think that that sort of putting forth the thing that is actually going to help drivers and that getting shot down and then probably this Prop 22 thing passing will hopefully leave it in very like plain terms what these politicians think of workers, especially yeah. gig workers. Well, in, in the international community, we've already seen this. I mean, Americans don't like to look outside of our country, but if you do, like they are Already a, a judge shot this down in Australia, I think, and then there was some kind of legislative backlash to a similar proposal in, I want to say Canada, could have been like Ireland or something like that. But like the other parts of the English speaking world have grappled with this and just like shot it down right away. And the fucking legislators, like even the progressive Dems in the United States, are trying to propose this shit in like every fucking state they can because they're going to make bank off of it. That's the thing. Right. Like if, if they get this passed, like if you're a legislator from Texas or Michigan or Washington state or whatever, and you get this passed in your state, Uber and Lyft are going to bankroll you for the rest of your fucking career. Uh, and that's just that's just the simple fucking truth of the matter is well, that there's just like a lot of money at, at play here. Well, and at this point, this is what the fucking quote unquote post industrial uh, economy runs on. This yes. is where you get all your extra hyper exploitation of labor. This is where you get your growth. You don't get it in, you know, continuing to expand production because there is no production. It's yeah. a society based entirely on circulation and services. And so the only way to, to wrench more profit out of that is by, you know, your standard hyper imperialism that we do overseas. But then here, it's this sort of divestiture of even the shitty labor rights that exist and, and pushing yep. people as close as you possibly can to like poverty of a level just barely above subsistence yeah it's not just an inflation of standard of living they're also trying to deflate the value of labor at all right. times and this is yep. like a huge step in that direction if any bill like this passes in any state i mean prop 22 obviously already did uh and that was obviously a huge blow to the labor movement in california and in general so it's just like you know and don't be I'm, I'm sure in future episodes we're going to continue to follow up on prop 22 clones yeah. um because if even the fucking yeah liberal mainstream journalists can look at this shit and be like something that's obviously the same as prop 22 is trying to get passed in massachusetts i think that uh, people in our political position should be able to recognize that right away 